Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Woop and Shoot podcast. It is Choop here. And it's your boy Woop. And on this episode, we're going to be doing a full NBA breakdown. Some specific teams are talking about um, the Celtics and the Lakers. And uh, Whoop, you want to announce some of our new giveaway? Yeah, so I explained um, last podcast, which was two days ago on Tuesday, we're going to be doing a new giveaway. Uh, the winner will win a $25 Top Golf gift card. Um, some details on how to enter the giveaway. Uh, it's going to be similar to like what we did last time with our last giveaway. You listen to the podcast, um, our most recent podcast that we'll have. Uh, you know, go into the podcast, write a review. Um, you got to like the Instagram post we'll post out there. Um, I think probably tomorrow or Saturday, uh, uh, Friday or Saturday, we'll uh, make our Instagram post about the podcast. So like mm-hmm. that, like that post. Um, also tag three friends um, and then write a review. And then and then if you write a review, you get an additional three entries. But yep, uh, yep. that's the minimum requirement um, to just get one entry is you just like the uh, post and then tag three friends. And uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And just to reiterate what Payne said, uh, to get one entry, you like the post and tag three friends to get another entry. You repost it on your story. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. to get another three entries, which would make it a total of five. You write a review on um, Apple podcast. Uh, I think you can also write a review on Google podcast. I don't know how it works on Spotify, but just leave a review there. Um, and that'll get you to a total of five entries. Yeah. And uh, we'll be doing the uh, a live stream when we mm-hmm. actually draw the giveaway winner, which will be either March 1st or like the, in that first week of March is when we will announce the winner of that giveaway. So be on the lookout for that live stream. We'll have an announcement of like the set time and date uh, for that when or uh, once we figure out when we're exactly going to do it. But we will let you guys know on that Instagram post. So be on the lookout for that. Yes, sir. Um, so pretty excited for that Top Golf giveaway. I think this is our – is it our third or our fourth? It's our third, right? It's our third giveaway. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Mike won the he the, won the player one. Yeah, and then Graham, Graham won Chick Play, and then now we're doing Top Golf. Yeah, so excited with the giveaways we've had for yes, Loop and Shoop. Yes, but um, just to get it started with the NBA, um, we're gonna start off with talking about the Lakers. Um, they haven't been the same team. A lot of that is due to Anthony Davis, who went went out with an Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. He'll be out for three or two more weeks now. He went out, I think, a week and a half ago. Yeah, somewhere around. Um, and without him, they have been struggling. They obviously have not been going like full throttle. You know, when you're a team that's coming off of the finals, they were playing just a few months ago before the season started. Like, mm-hmm. I think they only got like a, a month and a half break, right. which is pretty crazy for world class athletes like themselves. So a quick turnaround, so they're not going to push themselves too much. But believe it or not, LeBron James has actually been playing much more minutes than usual. He's usually kind of resting and conserving himself. He's been playing a much bigger load than he is used to. And I think it's needed, especially with the loss of Anthony Davis. But, Whoop, do you think they're going to get this turned around? Yeah, I think this Lakers team will turn around because they have LeBron James, who I, I still believe is the best player in the world. Um, right now, they're still the number one team in, in defensive rating and, and in uh, defensive efficiency. The surprise for me has been that they're ranked 16th in offensive efficiency. They haven't been able to score the ball um, quite the same way uh, that they're used to or what they were doing at the beginning of the season. And in part is because also Dennis Schroeder is out right now. And uh, he's been also and he's been like the um, primary ball handler whenever LeBron's not out there and somebody who, you know, can create offense and uh, for the rest of the team. And uh, without him and also without AD, who just opens up the floor for everybody else, um, you could see that why that rating has gone down. And that's also why I think they've been one in five these last couple of games. People want to create the narrative, oh, well, LeBron, you know, needs AD. But I think um, 
he does, obviously, but uh, I don't think it's like so much where LeBron can't do this or uh, without AD. I just think it's going to take some time. Um, I think he can figure it out, but it's just been like, man, this is, you know, that you rely on somebody so much defensively and offensively, and then whenever he goes away, it's going to be a shock. You could probably expect anybody to go through this. Just because LeBron's the best player in the world uh, doesn't mean that he's like uh, above, you know, um, losing games in this fashion mm-hmm. because I think it doesn't matter who who it is. If Kawhi and AD were on the same team and AD went out, it would be, be the same thing. I think anybody would probably be going through the same sort of thing because they rely on AD so much and then also with Dennis Schroeder. But I, I do think this Lakers team will turn it around. Just I'm they, not worried with what's going on yeah, so ne- far. Neither am I. And another thing I think is because they I saw the stat that they over their last um, 11 out of 14 games – they've been shooting the ball under 33% from three and they were shooting really well from three at the beginning of the season. You saw, saw the Lakers winning games. Uh, you know, that's where they uh, won majority of their games. Now they've been losing more uh, games. That's why they've been one in five also is because, you know, they haven't been shooting the ball great. Um, so I think that's been one of the uh, problems with them and why they've been one in five. And I think LeBron's been the only one shooting above 33% or uh, close to 35% in their last, like, uh, six games at, like, 34.5%. And that's not even good. He's been their best three-point shooter um, over, like, these last six games, and they've been one in five. So yeah. It's kind of funny that LeBron is now their best three-point shooter when literally in, like, 2011 people were saying LeBron is going to become, uh, like, a Hakeem Olajuwon, become a post, just yeah. absolute beast in the post, and that's all he's going to go to. And obviously he posts up from time to time, and but he's more of, like, a passer out of being mm. in the post than being yeah. a scorer. And like you said, he's a his three point game has evolved a lot, and that's just credit to him for changing to how the league has changed yeah. and become a much more three point oriented league. And um, just to talk about where they are in the seedings of the West, now they are in the third seed. The Clippers are the two spot at twenty three and ten. The Jazz and the one spot at twenty six and six, and the Lakers obviously in the three at twenty two and eleven. Um, not too much to be worried about here. Yeah. Um, a point that uh, Bill Simmons made, which I thought was very interesting, he was saying how some teams aren't exactly going to be caring about their um, seating per se in mm-hmm. the playoffs because without fans and we we're still suspecting that there won't be fans in the playoffs. If I had to guess there won't be yeah. um, just for, just to be safe for COVID, but that won't really play a part in I, like home field advantage. If there's no fans, it's not that big of a deal. I, mm-hmm. I get it sleeping in your own bed and travel, but at the same time, I think having the fans and just like the whole your whole atmosphere there, yeah. Without them, it changes it a lot. So some teams maybe not may not care as much about seedings, um, and like be going as hard in the regular season if you know what I'm saying, right? Um, which I think is a fair point. Um, the only place I see it actually like kind of mattering would be Utah, obviously yeah. because of uh the the weather, and yeah, like that. or Denver. Yeah, not not Utah. I'm gonna say Denver. Yeah, yeah, the, the Nuggets because of the height elevation right. when you go into Colorado which can like kind of mess with some players. But besides that, without fans, I don't think it's like as big of a deal mm-hmm. for seedings. I mean, we saw in the bubble, it did not matter if you were a three-seed or yeah, a six-seed. Uh, going off, you know, TJ mm-hmm. Warren, those guys, and everybody thought it was really easier to shoot in the bubble. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think seedings really matter a whole lot. I mean, I, I'm looking at the seedings right now. If I'm the Lakers, I'd want to stay put because – their first round matchup would be against the Spurs. And I'd rather much be play the Spurs than if I was a one seed playing the Warriors. That's just me. I think the Warriors are I think they scare me a little bit more than the Spurs. Eh, do. Only because of Curry, but because I, of Curry, yeah. I think Curry But that Spurs team's more more all around, especially when Marcus Aldridge comes back. Yeah, I just But think, I think they might be trying to get rid of him. I just, yeah, I, I feel like if I'm the Lakers, I think um 
the Warriors are scaring me more because be, just for the sole fact that they have Steph Curry, because I think he could change the series more so than you know. The I Spurs. don't know. There's an, their team as a whole doesn't really intimidate me. Not as a whole, but I'm just saying. Let's say uh, Curry go gets hot for like two straight games and puts up like 40. You know, that's all it could maybe take to mm-hmm. be, to uh, beat a team or go up like you know two one in a series. And I don't see the Spurs doing that to the Lakers because they don't have the uh, offensive firepower that uh, one guy who can change a series like I think Steph Curry could. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna uh, dive into the Celtics now. We're all, I was I was just gonna ask you. You want to do guess the lines after we do the Celtics? Yeah, that's cool. Because there's some good games coming on tonight. Mm-hmm. But just to talk about the Celtics, um, their record, they are 15 and 15 17. 17, the yeah. nine seed in the East right now. That is terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, the four seed is 15 and 15. So the separation between four and nine is literally, um, what is that, half game? Or, Let's see. They, uh, yeah. Uh, it, no, it's a game. It's, it's a, game. a game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's not that big of a difference. But they haven't looked like the Celtics uh, – that we imagine. I mean, when you see the East, there's definitely a big two, maybe big three if you count the Bucks in with mm-hmm. them. You can say big three, but you would expect it to be a big four with the Celtics along there. But they have not been on the same level as those other two, maybe three teams. Um, they just haven't been about been a part of the top tier of the East like they were the last two mm-hmm. years, which has been a bit of a surprise. Kimball Walker's play has been not as high as you would have expected, especially for the money he's making. Yeah. And I don't like the whole narrative of blaming it on them because we've seen in the past we blamed their performance on their past point guards and both their point guards. Kyrie, we said he couldn't be a winner as a leader. Mm-hmm. He goes to Brooklyn. He's having a lot of success. I, I'm not saying it's because his, his failure wasn't because yeah. of Boston. I'm just saying he left and had success. Terry Rozier – they had him. He was doing well. Then he started to kind of cool off. They they wanted to get rid of him and just get something for their loss of Kyrie yeah. with getting Kimba. And look at Terry Rozier. He's turning up in, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And Kimba comes here, and he's just not exactly flowing. I don't know if that's – I think it's just because I don't think Sometimes a ball – situation. No, no. Yeah, I don't think a ball-dominant point guard can play with guys like Tatum and Brown. I agree. They're too ball-dominant offensively, and deservingly so because they are so good with the ball. And yeah. they – can when that when those two are playing stride for stride, I'm not I don't want to play this Celtics team because they can get hot so well. Yeah. They really just lack the depth at big man, especially defensively. I mean, Daniel Tice and Tristan Thompson can both be good in spurts here, but they're not a starting center that you want to have in your final five. I mean, maybe Tice if you're like he's having a good defensive game, and maybe Tristan just because he has the experience yeah. and he's a good boarder, but just either of them offensively, I'm laughing if they catch the ball. I'm like, please yeah. shoot it. Please drive. Do whatever you want because it's better than anyone else in the mm-hmm. court that we would rather like do something if I'm yeah. the defense. So that's just something they need to address, and I don't think they're going to become a top team in the East without acquiring at least a big man or just something else to make this team more elite. What are your opinions on it, Payne? Yeah, I totally agree. I think you know before the podcast you said this team is pretty much playing mediocre right now. That's exactly what they are. They're ranked 15th in defense, 15th in offense. And the only thing they literally the definition of mediocre. mediocre. And the only thing they have going for them right now is just the play of Tatum and Brown. And that's just not going to be enough, you know? And I think one of the things that's been uh, very disappointing or, uh, you know, why we had disappointment in this team is just because of the talent that they have and what they could be. But I mean, 
it doesn't matter. You know, Tatum's putting up like 25 and over 26 points per game. And so is Brown. But I'm saying like, you know, they can do they can do that. But it, when it, what it comes down to is how your team plays as a whole. Mm-hmm. And right now they're just, you know, like you said, Daniel Tice, you know, Thompson offensively, they're not going to get it done. And if you're only relying on Tatum and Brown, sometimes that can be enough to maybe get you, you know, into the playoffs or possibly through a first round to be, to be a championship contender. You need that third piece. And, you know, I don't want to put this all on Kimber or anything because I agree. I think when you play alongside two players like Tatum and Brown, sometimes it's hard to get into the flow of your game because you are a ball-dominant guard. But these guys, I think, right now are better than you, and they need the ball. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know. Maybe you could go and try to shop Kimba or somebody else to get somebody who maybe fits – his contract is so, is so big, I don't know if anyone can yeah, take him. Yeah, I agree. And I think something that's really been hurting this uh, Celtics team has been, you know, the loss of Marcus Smart. I think just with him, you know, he might – His heart is – just his, like – Defensive presence. His, his intensity that he brings yeah. on both ends of the court has definitely been missed. Yeah, I mean, you got Peyton Pritchard right now sometimes in the um, fourth quarter lineup or in clutch uh, – clutch game moments and uh that's not a guy who i'd want out there and uh especially if you're going to be a championship team mm-hmm. so yeah I, this team sitting sitting right now in the, the nine seed um i, I def- see them finishing the five spot i definitely see them getting back into the playoffs five for sure. or four um yeah you know you got the heat above them um the heat have won four straight now this team i don't know if i put them above the celtics talent wise i think they they're playing like more cohesive as a unit uh, than the Celtics. Uh, I see them jumping above the Hornets and the Bulls. I think the Hornets and the Bulls and the Raptors too. I think the I think the Celtics are a better team than the um than everyone the, above them except yeah. the Pacers. Maybe from a talent standpoint, they are for sure. Maybe if it's an overall unit, they're not better than the Heat and the Raptors, but they're definitely better than the Bulls and the Hornets. So I see them at least getting to like the six seed. But uh, yeah, this team. I don't know. I don't know what their answers are. Maybe you, you try to package something and get a trade, get another. You know. Uh, third scoring option, somebody who can take the pressure off of Tatum and Brown having to do this every night. But I think what they really need is just somebody who can fill the shoes of Marcus Smart and, you know, kind of change the – change, like, you know, the face of the game. Whenever. Change the vibe of that team. Exactly. They, they don't have a good one right now. I mean, we see they blew a 24-point lead to the Pelicans, which is the biggest lead that the Pelicans yeah. have ever came back from in franchise history, which is pretty embarrassing because they suck yeah. right now. I mean, the Pelicans are literally – are they 12th? No, they're 11th in yeah. the West. They're doing garbage. They just get embarrassed by the Hawks last night, 127 to 112. That was that was two nights ago. They got a buzzer. Oh, or, they got yeah, Luca hit a buzzer beater on their head last night. Oh wait, wait, that that was that was last night. It was. Well, that, that might have been two nights ago. I thought I thought two the nights Hawks. ago was when Luca hit a buzzer beater on their head, and the last night was Hawks versus. Yeah, Celtics. you're right. You're right. You're right. But they lost three straight, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I mean, whenever Tatum and Brown are playing great and they're shooting great from the field. You know, most likely they're, they're going to win. But as soon as one of those players go cold, I'm just saying one, something like what happened last night against a mediocre team like the Hawks, they're going to lose because right now they don't have it defensively and um, they're relying too much on Tatum and Brown offensively. That's literally their only players that are keeping them why they're the nine seed. Um, yeah, I, I think they got to package something to uh, try to change, you know, the, the face of this team, the whole vibe of this team. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we can just dive into some of the games tonight. We'll start off with a nice showdown at 7 o'clock. We have the Sixers versus the Mavs on TNT. Um, obviously, I'm a Sixers fan, as everybody knows. And we've been rolling. We're 21-11, and 11, still sit atop the East, a half game above the Nets. Um, and this Mavericks team, they're 15-15. and 15. They've been very mediocre. Luka's putting up great numbers. He's averaging 28.9 points, 8.6 rebounds, and 9.2 assists. Mm-hmm. That's almost a triple-double. It's very impressive. Crazy. And you see with us and Embiid, Embiid's literally going to go for an MVP if LeBron doesn't keep doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Embiid's averaging 29.8, 11.3 rebounds, and then um, three assists. 
I mean, dude, if he starts averaging 30 points, I'm going to be so excited because then I feel like they're not going to not give it to him. Yeah. Because we saw with Giannis last year, he was averaging, what, was it 31? And, yeah. they, and they gave it to him instead of LeBron. And you could have really – He was averaging 31 in a double-double. Yeah, and you could have made a strong case for giving it to LeBron last year. But I think because LeBron hit that – not LeBron. Giannis hit that 30 mark, they had to give it to him. I think if he does that, then they'll have to give it to him. I think Embiid's made more, even more of a case, not from, you know, his own play. You know, he's consistently – He's, that's why he's been in the race and been at the top, but also because LeBron's, uh, you know, the Lakers have lost, what, three straight? You know, they've been one in five. We just talked about him in the last mm-hmm. six games. And uh, LeBron statistically is having his worst season, like, almost ever. Yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, Embiid's uh, right now, I think I put him one over LeBron. I, I think LeBron's, like, fifth in the MVP ladder right now. now. He dropped to fifth? Yeah, that's what I saw. So from, who do they have, too? Like, Dame? They have uh, Dame or uh... – Dame sixth because we've lost three straight as well. Um, Y'all just just one six right though. Oh yeah, this is I didn't get to. We're about to start doing uh, the guest the lines yeah. for the games. But just one more thing I want to say about the NBA. Um, everything is so hot and cold this it league. Is. So like it, it just is. um it really depends on when you're talking about the league because literally if we would have been talking about the Nets uh less than a week or a week ago, which we were yeah. before they went on this little West win streak, we would have been saying how they played no defense and they can't keep up with anybody. Now they still don't play defense, but they've been outscoring everyone insanely to where it actually yeah. hasn't mattered and they've been dominating people that way against really solid teams mm-hmm. they beat i think it was the blazers the nuggets the lakers um they beat the sixers yeah. they they've beaten some top tier opponents this nets team is six and oh they're the number one team against teams ranked one through five and uh offensive and defensive rankings wow so like teams ranked uh mm-hmm. one through five like in power rankings or just in you know statistical rankings they're, they're six and oh but no and just to my point so we see the blazers now they're on a three game uh losing, losing streak, streak yeah. but if we were to talk about them just four or five days ago they were on like a five almost six game win streak yes yeah, and we would have been saying how hot this team is how good they are it just takes a, a one a snap like that and yeah. teams are already flip-flopping around that's how close the league is at this point but I think things will start to even out and kind of go as we expect yeah. when, like, this uh, second third of the season starts happening, like, around the halfway point. Cause yeah, it's so we're, inconsistent. We're, yeah, because we're only – I think we're almost to the halfway point, um, the 35-game yeah. mark, or yeah, the 37, 36. 37, or 36, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're close to that, but not there just yet. Um, but back to this Mavs-Sixers game, um, we do guess the lines. We're not – it's not like an NFL where we actually guess the line of the game, like what mm-hmm. Vegas puts out as the spread. We're yeah. just guessing how the end total will be and who we think will win. Um, so I'm taking the Sixers. We've been dominating. We're not going to lose to a poo-poo team like the Mavs who can play no defense and really just rely on Luka to put up crazy numbers. Yeah. So I'm going to go Sixers win by 12. What about you, Payne? Um, I'm going with Sixers winning this game, but you know the Mavericks, they usually keep – Every one of their games close, even whenever they lose. Um, they don't really lose outside of like 10 to 12 points. Um, as, as far as late, um, earlier in the season, they got blown out a couple of times. But against the Sixers team, I see them losing probably about around, around eight points. Uh, so I'm going to go – I'm actually going to say seven. I like seven on um, that number. I, I see the Sixers winning. They'll just be a little bit too much. Um, they're better on both sides of the ball than this Mavericks team. Like you said, the Mavericks rely way too much on Luka, and uh, right, rightly so on the offensive end, but they got to be better defensively. Um, I don't think he's going to uh, have enough, you know, by himself to beat this Sixers team. So Yeah, I don't think yeah. he will either. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have at 7.30, the Magic play the Nets. And if we were looking at any of the old Nets games, how they play against um, teams under 500, I believe they're like, I'm guesstimating, like one in 
for the, they have a terrible record against bad teams, yeah. but their record against good teams is spectacular. Yeah. So if I had to just guess here, the Nets are gonna lose tonight. I'm not actually gonna say that, but they've been playing so hot. I want to say how many they won. They're, they're, I think they're on a five game win streak. No, they're on a seven game win yeah, streak right now. Balling, dude. Yeah, they're cruising. Um, but before that, they were. I think they, they lost to the Wizards and like another really bad team. So this is like I think one of the first. Um, below 500 teams they've played in the last like seven games. Yeah, against team against teams um, ranked 23 through 30, which is bad. Um, statistically, they're ranked uh, 24. Oh, really? So that's that's really bad. <laughs> so yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I still think they're gonna win tonight just because of how they're rolling right now. Um, just some numbers for the leaders of these teams: Vucevic, the center, Nikola Vucevic for the Magic. He's averaging 23.9 points, 11.7 rebounds, and 3.7 assists. And then James Harden. Our boy, who we've talked a lot about yeah. on this podcast, he's really turning it on for them, averaging 25 points, 7.5 rebounds, and 11.2 assists um, at a time that was leading the league. I do not know if if uh, Jokic has passed that. He might have. Yeah. But let me check. And, and the thing with him is he's been really efficient. Not yet. Jokic is uh, – he's actually only at eight assists right now. So, you know, he, uh, Harden's still in the number one yeah. spot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go Nets by hmm, – I'm going to say Nets by eight here. What about you, Payne? I'm saying Nets by 16. I see them blowing out this Magic team. This Nets team has been on a tear. They've they just been balling. Right now, I think they're the best team in the league. Um, well, they, they're certainly playing. That, like Lakers it. without AD, I can definitely agree yeah, with that. This Nets team, they're, they're showing why, um, you know, they were the favorites whenever Harden and Kyrie uh, – or whenever Harden joined Kyrie and KD on this Nets team to win the championship. They've been balling. When, you know they've won seven straight and they've been annihilating teams and uh, and like you said uh, this Nets team um, it doesn't really matter what other teams do on defense or how well they play because their offensive firepower is just too much I feel like you know if the Nets keep keep themselves in the game defensively like against these high powered teams like the Clippers like the Lakers um, you know they keep it close through four quarters I, I think I like the Nets more than any other team in the fourth quarter um, just who they have out there to score. Um, to score the basketball and to win games, I think I like that Nets team. So that's one thing that really scares me. But about this game alone, I mean, they're playing the Magic. The Magic's the Magic. They're gonna, they're gonna get killed. I, I got the Nets by sixteen. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't know. I see this game maybe being a little. They bit could slip up. Being know. a little bit closer than I maybe would imagine, and I'll, I'll say eight. Yeah. On um, move on to the next game, we have the Kings playing against the Knicks. The Kings are being led by De'Aaron Fox. He's been having an all right year. He was not an all-star. He had talks of maybe being mm-hmm. one this year, but he did not exactly live up to that. He's averaged 22.5 points, 3.2 rebounds, and 7 assists. Um, while the Knicks, they do actually have an all-star in Julius Randle, who's been yeah. insane this year. He's averaging 23.3 points, 10.9 rebounds, and 5.5 and assists. Really good numbers oh, for no. a center. And he's definitely had a resurgence in his career. So it's good to see that. Um, this Knicks team hasn't been bad. I mean, they're in the playoffs. Um, what seed are they again? I think they're the eight. No, they're the ten seed. Ten. So they're right there. That okay, but they're, they're, they're the tied. Play. They're tied with the with the Heat and Celtics. Yeah, like they're they're up there. Yeah. Um, especially a lot better than we'd expect the Knicks to be. Mm. Um, I had them winning tonight. I think they're a solid team. I think they're going to get things handled against this Kings team. Yeah. I'm going to say the Knicks win by. Four. What about you, Payne? I'm gonna say the Knicks win by nine. Um, I see this game being pretty close throughout. I just think the Knicks will win at the end. Um, a combination of Randall Barrett and then uh, quickly. I think they'll be a little bit too much. I think they have. Um, I think Randall's the best player on this floor. And uh, and when you have the best player in a game, um, 
that that's 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 a really big thing. They can um, you know change the, out, the outcome of the, the game single handedly. So I think I like Randall. I think I like Barrett. I think I like this Knicks team to uh, win by nine. So yeah. Nice, nice. All right, next game we have is the Clippers playing the Grizzlies at 8 o'clock. This Clippers team, man, they have been good. They have not been, like, insanely crazy good. I mean, they're still the two seed in the West, but they haven't done anything, like, for people to be talking about them a ton. Yeah, exactly. No one's really talking about them, and they're almost having just as good a season as this Jazz team, which everyone is Mm -hmm. raving about. And they're solid. I mean, Kawhi Leonard's averaging 27 points, 6 rebounds, and 4.8 assists. He's averaging – or uh, John Morant, rather, um, on the other side of the ball. He's averaging 19.1 points, 3.2 rebounds, and 7.9 assists. Mm-hmm. This Grizzlies team just hasn't really gone um, maybe as – their season hasn't gone as well as maybe they would have expected. Um, they're 13-14, and 14, but I don't really see them being, like, much better than what they are right now. I feel like they're going to still be a borderline play-in team, maybe eight-seed yeah. um, squad. So I don't have too high of expectations for them, and I don't think they'll be able to hang with this Clippers team, especially with all the firepower with guys like Kawhi, Paul George, um, Serge Ibaka, Pat Bev, you know my boy Nick Batum. I'm just kidding. Nick Batum is a bona fide scrub. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I still have a lot of confidence when you have Kawhi and Paul George as mm-hmm. your duo because those guys are just such great two-way players. Yeah. So I'm going to say the Clippers win by 13 tonight. What about you, Payne? I'm going with the upset. I'm going the Grizzlies. Grizzlies at <laughs> nice home. pick. We talk about how inconsistent this league is. I just see it happening tonight. I think John Morant's going to go off for a big game. Hey, it um, could happen. It's just something I'm thinking right now, or I feel like it's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I got the Grizzlies by five tonight. I think John's going to go off. Uh, this league's just way too inconsistent where I feel like it's just going to be one of those games. I don't really have anything else to say to make a case for the Grizzlies because the Clippers up and down the board, they're a better team. I just think it's going to be one of those games. Hey, that's fair. All right, for our next game at 9 o'clock, we have the Wizards playing the Nuggets. We all know how this Wizards team has been. Yeah. Uh, the duo of Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook has been iffy at times. So they're starting to turn things around. They were mm-hmm. on a six-game win streak, which pulled them back to only, I think, either a game and a half or two games back from the play-in game or yeah. the eighth seed in the East. Bradley Beal is going crazy. He finally got that all-star start like he deserved, yeah, averaging probably. 32.7 points, 5.3 rebounds, and five assists. Mm-hmm. While uh, our boy Nicole Jokic, who's up in the top three for MVP voting this year, um, is averaging 27 points, 10.9 rebounds, and eight assists um, as he leads his Nuggets to a 17-14 and 14 record, which is all right. I actually would have had a little bit of higher expectations for them just based on how well they did in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Um, but when people say that, I my kind of uh, – although I do – I actually was – well, I do have those expectations for them to be mm-hmm. a kind of a serious contender in the West. Yeah. Just because I see like this time to be Jokic's time to step up. Um, my counter argument is we would be saying nothing about them having playoff experience and being good in the playoffs if Mike Conley did not hit that three in game seven that literally rimmed out. But because of that, they went on to upset the Clippers, and now we see them as kind of like a I guess a veteran playoff team, at least as of right now. Yeah. Um I still think they're gonna make the playoffs, obviously, and they'll be there. But I just don't know how much of a threat they'll actually be this year mm-hmm. just because they've looked so poor defensively. And because of that, I'm picking the Wizards to win. Um, I know they lost uh, last night to the Clippers, but they were rolling. They had to beat the Lakers the yeah. game before that. Um, so I'm going to take the Wizards tonight in an upset. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to really have to say a line. I feel like you're going to Are you taking the Nuggets? I think I'm taking the Nuggets. Okay, yeah, well, I'm yeah, taking- I actually have the Wizards to win outright then. Yeah, I'm taking the Nuggets just because, you know, 
they're a better team than the Wizards for one. Um, you know, the Wizards, they suck defensively. They're 27th in defensive rating. And then they're 22nd offensive rating. They, they rely way too much. Well, not way too much, but they have to rely on Bradley Beal for most of their scoring. And, um, and uh, Russell Westbrook, he's came along, you know, they've won uh, like, you know, what, like what Chandler said, like six games straight or something like mm-hmm. that, five or six. And then they lost um, the other night. But And then this Nuggets team just beat my Blazers by five, which really sucked. Uh, Jokic had 41 points in that game. And this Nuggets team is fifth in um, offensive rating. So I think this Nuggets team is just going to be a little bit too much for the for the Wizards offensively. I see, you know, whether, you know, Murray might have a big game, Jokic is going to do his thing. He's been balling out and it's been very consistent. And then, you know, Michael Porter could go for 30 points any given mm-hmm. night. And I just see uh, it could maybe be one of those nights, especially going against a uh, Wizards team, which is very bad defensively. defensively. And they're at home. Uh, yeah, I just like the Wizard, uh, the Nuggets here. Um, I'm gonna say I, I got Nuggets by uh, eight. Well, so, it yeah. doesn't really matter because you're picking. Oh yeah, yeah all right. So I'm yeah. just feeling it upset. You know, this yeah. Wizards team they can randomly play good. So they we'll can. see if they can bring it tonight. And then for the last game on the slate, we have the Pelicans playing the Bucks. The Pelicans at 14 and 17, led by Zion Williamson, who is averaging. Um, he's now an All Star for the first time. He's yeah. averaging 25.3 points, 6.8 assists. I mean, uh, rebounds and three assists. While the Bucks who we're kind of talking smack about, even though they're only two games out of the first spot in the East. Giannis is putting up his normal numbers, 28.6 points, 11.8 rebounds, and six assists. And I think the real reason we give grief to this Bucks team is because they haven't really addressed the problem of what they're going to do in the last five minutes mm-hmm. of the fourth quarter when you got to get a big shot and it's just a short game back and forth, your shot, my shot. Yeah. How are they going to react in a situation like that? They did get Drew Holiday, which helps with floor spacing and giving those other kind of – not so important players, guys like DiVincenzo, um, Middleton, even though he's the number two, but like just kind of opens a four up for them. And it obviously is going to help them just having a veteran point guard. Yeah. But I don't know if I really want him taking the shot over maybe someone like Chris Middleton because I do like his offensive bag. And then obviously Giannis is your best player, but how are you going to give it to him in the end of the game when he yeah. can't even like – I mean, obviously, he, he can get to the paint and get a big dunk, but that's not going to work when everyone's playing their best of best defense in the playoffs. Or double teaming. And exactly, when they're double teaming every time. So how is he going to get the ball in the paint and be a great post? I don't yeah. know. Like I, I don't have an answer to what he's going to do. Um, I still think the Bucks in the regular season, people um, – a big thing in defense is that people aren't, aren't trying. Like They're yeah. just not giving the effort yeah. because of the regular season, because of different variables. But I just don't see this offense getting it done in the playoffs. However, though, like I said – in the regular season, guys aren't playing defense. Uh, even I would say maybe even half the effort that they do in the playoffs, um, because like we've seen with Giannis in the past, the past two years in the playoffs, when guys are going at their full hardest on defense, he kind of crumbles and doesn't really show up in that moment. Um, but I this Pelicans team has been god awful on defense. Yeah. They have not been what a Stan Van Gundy defense you would think would be. Um, so I'm taking the Bucks in this game. I'm going to say the Bucks win by eight here. What about you, Payne? Yeah, uh, to your point, New Orleans is 28th in defensive rating. Um, wow. Yeah, they've been pretty bad. Uh, but for this game, I think the uh, Pelicans will keep it close with the Bucks. I do like the Bucks winning just because they're the better team on both sides of the ball, and they'll have the best player on the uh, floor in Giannis and, my, and our boy Joe's uh, favorite player in Giannis. Like, <laughs> yeah, Giannis, as Joe says. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I like this Bucks team tonight. But one thing I wanted to uh, point out is Zion Williamson, you know, right deserved uh winning that or getting that all-star nod I he's agree. been playing great he's shooting 62 percent from the field which is nuts 
and scoring, you know, 25 points from the um, from the floor. Just the problem is his team's 11, the 11 seed in the West. But we're really uh, seeing, you know, all the hype for Zion and um, the type of player that we all thought he was going to be. We're seeing that culminating this season. And, and, and in the fourth quarter, I like the uh, two-man game between uh, Zion and um, Brandon Ingram. And they – you know, I've seen a lot more ISO plays with Zion. They'll, he can catch it from the um, top of the key, and his first step so quick, where he can does a jab step, and he can, and then you combine that with strength, and he can he can dribble pretty well for a guy his size, and his finishing is great. He's gonna have a, a really bright future, but uh, that's just you know a little spill on him. But uh, yeah, I do like this Bucks team tonight because Bucks team tonight because I think they're gonna be too much defensively, and then this Pelicans defense. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to keep themselves in the game unless the Bucks are just cold from the field, which which very uh, well could happen. Um, they could just have one of those off nights. Just I just don't see it happening. So um, I'm going with uh, hmm, I think Bucks will win by 12 tonight. All right. So you said 12. Let's just uh, go over um, the rest of these games and what we said. Yeah. Before we get into um, we're gonna be doing. I, we didn't actually say this, but we're gonna be doing uh, like a All Star Game draft. We're just gonna look at all the players who got picked, and then me and Payne are gonna pick for ourselves as if we were like LeBron or Team Giannis. Wait, is Durant? And, yeah, uh, it's, it's not, I'm gonna say Giannis, Giannis last year. Yeah, last two years. Yeah. Yeah, but now I like it more as Durant versus LeBron. It makes oh, it, for sure, it's the two best players in the world. Exactly, and I feel like Durant definitely takes it like personally, and like yeah, he, you know he got. Although LeBron doesn't really care about who wins, Durant. Definitely cares. Yeah, Durant, Durant's a baby. Exactly. <laughs> Facts. All right, so for uh, Sixers Mavericks, I had Sixers by 12. You had the Mavericks – or uh, Sixers, Sixers by, by seven, seven. Right? Yeah. Um, For the Nets, I had the Nets by eight. You had them by 16. 16. For the Knicks and Kings, I had the Knicks by four. You had them by nine. nine. For the Clippers and the Grizzlies, I had Clips by – I want to say 12. You had Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I yeah. had Clippers. You had yeah. Grizzlies. Yeah. And then for the Wizards, Nuggets, I had Wizards. You had Nuggets. Right. And then for the last game, Pelicans and Bucks, I had Bucks at when about eight. You had Bucks by 12. All right. So, yes, so those sir. were our NBA picks. And now to move on to our All Star game picks, I'll be LeBron. You can be KD because uh, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah, right. Of our abilities. Right. Um, right. So yeah. uh, I'll let you have first picks to the beta, KD. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. We can uh, do it. I'll do my LeBron impersonation. Yo, what's up, Kevin? Oh no, we are we gonna do? I I gave you pick, but I was gonna do rock paper scissors shoot. But we can do rock paper scissors shoot. All right, Kevin. All right, rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper. Dang it. Yeah. So I still get first pick because I just won. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, with the first pick in the All Star pool. Oh yeah, you have to imagine yourself as a part of your lineup. So don't pick a. Yeah, 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 right, right. I'm not – yeah, I understand. Don't pick uh, a small forward. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm going to go with Steph. Interesting pick. I like that pick. All right, so Cadians – wait, you think he's really going to pick Steph? The guy who took away I'm, – I'm, I'm Durant here. Yeah, I'm Kevin. Steph. Okay, Kevin. You're yeah. obviously not picking out Kevin will pick. Dude, I don't I think – I feel like Kevin Durant – this is unrelated. But Durant I, would pick Kyrie. Yeah, I don't – I feel like Kevin and uh, Steph have like some – not beef, but I feel like he still is just a little bit jealous of him because he never was the guy in um, Oh, for Golden sure. State. That, deep down. Even though he yeah. sh- kind of should have been just because yeah. he's better, but he wasn't like the hometown kid. Yeah. Well, not hometown. You know what I'm saying. Um, so if I'm LeBron, I kind of want to pick Bradley Beal. Um, it would just be stupid of me to pick Kyrie. But I think I'm going to take my boy Joel Embiid. 
Hmm. That's actually nice. So LeBron and Joel together. We got Steph and KD. I'm only together. doing that because uh, Joel actually hit the go ahead or the game tying shot on LeBron last year in the post. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. He pump like, faked one way. Yeah. LeBron jumped. I was like, yeah. That play was so clean just for it to be taken away from some lame Anthony Davis free throws to end the game last year. But that was a fantastic all-star game. I hope we can have something on that same level. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take a beat first. What about, who do you got second? To combine my elite shooting with Durant and Steph, I'm going to uh, pick Nikola Jokic with the elite playmaker as a center. And, 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 and greater <laughs> That's how you said that was funny. But, yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. Yeah. Um, he compliments those guys well. I'm going to take – I'm going to take my boy Luca. Because screw Kyrie, I'm not picking LeBron. If I'm LeBron, I'm not playing with that clown after all the stuff. I finally have a guy who can make a clutch shot. Boy, do you not remember that clutch block? Like Kyrie's dis- disrespecting LeBron too much after leaving him yeah. for me to even pick him. So I, I would pick him here just because I like when LeBron and Kyrie play. But mm-hmm. if I'm actually LeBron, I, I couldn't do it. I'm taking Luka. Um, this might surprise you. So right now I've got Durant, I got Steph, and I've got Jokic. I'm gonna take Jalen Brown as my next guy because I need a Gussie guy who's a, I, I need a guy who's a good two way player. Um, but and the, I, I need a guy who's pause, a really good defender. Pause, pause. The defense has no effect. I know it doesn't. I'm just thinking of because defense. Unless it's a close game, defense is I, not coming. Well, out. I'm just thinking if this game is close, I need Fair. somebody who's gonna be yeah. a good defender. So I, I was that. in between Brown, Kawhi, and Simmons, um, because those three are all really good wing defenders. Just Jalen Brown has a better offensive game than Ben Simmons. He's not as he's not as good as Kawhi. Obviously, I just like him more, and uh, that's why I'm taking Brown. All right, nice. I'm gonna pick up. Uh, I'm gonna take Kawhi. Um, smart, smart. Put him at. I guess I put him at the four spot. Um, so you got what? You got Luca, Braun, Kawhi, and B. Yeah, hmm, nice. that's a big lineup, boy. That's solid. That's solid. That's that's boards galore. That is. Uh, boards but galore. yeah, I'm messing with that team. What about who do you have next, man? So I've got Steph, I've got KD. So I've already got two elite shooters. Then I've got a good defender in Brown. I've got Jokic. I'm going to go with Giannis to combine that with uh, Jalen Brown's defense. So I have a guy who's my, uh, a really good playmaker in Jokic. i got two great shooters who are so also – going, you're going double center here? Um, well, Giannis can act like a power forward. Yeah, I know. You, yeah, so, can. yeah, I'm basically doing that. So and put him at the four and Jokic at the five. Jokic at the five and then Durant three, Brown two, Steph one. Nice. Um, and, and for my, my last starter, I'm taking Bradley Beal. Nice. That adds a nice uh, shooting compliment to this kind of um, – it's almost like a passer team because you have LeBron and Luka who are both elite passers, which will create great ball movement for this team. And then if Beal is just our primary scorer, him and Luka going hand-in-hand would be pretty sweet to watch. Um, so I do like that duo as my front or yeah. my backcourt, and then it's it's isn't front court and backcourt like reversed? It feels like because your backcourt is actually your point guard and um, shooting guard, right? Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But it feels like your backcourt should be like your center and your power forward. I don't know. That's just how my brain thinks about it. I you mean, know? I I see what you're saying because like at the front court, if you're looking at it from like a center's Yeah, well, then the front of it would yeah, be, yeah. yeah I, I see what you're saying. Uh, but, your, um, your, yeah. te- your team right now, they definitely can get to the basket pretty well, but you're, from a shooting standpoint, your team's not like great from the three ball. Luka's been pretty good. Uh, Luka, Luka, Bra- Luka, where's Bradley Beal shooting from three? Well, no, no, I'm, I'm saying he's the only guy. Well, Luka, Luka, bro, Luka Embiid is shooting 35%. Yeah. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it Be- up right now. Beal's shooting, no. What is Joel Embiid? 40. I know it's it. not. It's is, 40. Is it 40. He's shooting that well from the uh, three, but I'm saying like I was about to say 39. It's not. Yeah, it's not. But I'm saying Embiid's not going to be shooting. You know, your uh, oh, that's his career. Let me check this season. Embiid's not going to be shooting uh, most of your three point shots. Okay, respect. 
respect on the quote for 40. I was going to correct you and say yeah. 39 or 38. And, but- and Beal's a good three-point shooter. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Um, I feel like he's going to be doing most of your three-point shooting, and Embiid's going to be m- most of the time in the post. Hey, Kawhi can hit the three, so can the He ball. can. He can. Hey, we'll, we'll size up our teams after. Your team's, your team's nice. we got to finish the reserve. So you have next pick, I believe. Yeah, I do. Okay, so um, who is still available? Not the only person on the oh. list besides Jalen Brown. Dame Dalla. What you talking about? I take Dame Dalla. I'm going uh, – you can't pick Anthony Davis because he's hurt. Well, and Booker is – Yeah, and Booker's his replacement, yeah. which everyone was crying. Devin Booker was snubbed. Oh, my gosh. We can, we can talk about all-star snubs after we pick this yeah, team. Yeah, I'm going – next person I'm taking Harden. Smart pick, smart pick. He's going to be my sixth man. Might even start him over Luke if I'm feeling like it. Who do I want? But next? yeah, I like him. So I've got I've got my two point guards down. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Jason Tatum. Give me another good got shot. Got both creator. your Celtics boys. Yep. Nice, nice. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chris Paul just because I want his vibe. Yeah, and you probably want that leadership at the end of the game. I also just I like yeah. when Chris Paul is on my team. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, good vibes. I'm gonna go with. He's not gonna do too much. He's gonna let my stars and my starters do the heavy lifting. I'm gonna go with Ben Simmons because then I. Oh know, come on! You're gonna take my guy from me <laughs> because then I know that uh, if you know one player on that team is just tearing it up, I can put a combination of Ben, Jalen, and Giannis out there, and that's gonna be freaking great defensively. And then I can keep even Steph out there with that uh, squad, and then just go small and have KD out there as well. And or or I could yeah probably uh, take Jokic out the game, and then um, just use that defensive lineup right there. And then I'll still have great shooting. All right, well I'm not gonna let you go small, so I'm gonna take Rudy Gobert, so I can literally go Kawhi, LeBron, Embiid, and Gobert at the same time, with Bradley Beal as the point guard. Hmm. Or Luca, dude, Luca with that lineup and just them all them setting screens for him to score. Imagine. All right, but yeah, I, I like that pick. I'm gonna take another solid score and a uh, um, um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take him. <laughs> not not bad. Uh, I'm gonna take Zion just because I want to have a flashy dunker because people love to do cool dunks and uh, have a bunch of BS points in the All Star game. So Zion do a good job of uh, doing some cool dunks. I'm gonna take Vucevic because. Uh, to stay uh, kind of big to compete with your bigs, and yeah, you uh, have to. Play. He's really good around the rim, so uh, that'll create a problem defensively for your team. So yeah, I I think there's only two, one or two guys left. Uh, yeah, there's two guys left, and uh, I don't really care about Zach Levine. I don't really want him doing his thing because I have other guys. So I'm gonna take Julius Randle, and I'll obviously have Zach Levine. <laughs> All right, so now to go over our starting, we can do our bigs, our first six. And yeah. then see who has the better team. Right. So just to recite my starting lineup, I have Bradley Beal at no no. I have Luca at the one, Bradley Beal at the two. I have LeBron James at the three, or we'll say I have Kawhi Leonard at the three, LeBron James at the four, and then my boy Joel Embiid, the leader of this team, at the five, um, with James Harden coming off the bench as my sixth man. Okay, for my team, I have at the one Steph Curry. Um, at the two, I have Jalen Brown. Then at the three, I have my boy KD. At the four, I have Giannis Antetokounmpo. At the five, I have Nikola Jokic. And then my sixth man is Damian Lillard coming off the bench. All right, so, me and uh, Payne yeah. are going to make a maybe make an edit or uh, find a picture with yeah. our own starting lineups, and we're going to let you guys vote on our Instagram who you think or uh, pick the better all-star team. 
Um, but yeah, this has been the Wubin Two podcast. Um, we're gonna also have another poll. I mentioned that uh, latest poll with our All Star teams. We're gonna have another poll of uh, just more, uh, kind of an overall question of what sports and what parts of different sports do y'all want us to specifically talk about. Yeah. And then also make sure I'm probably gonna throw the uh, another poll because I posted this. I think it was yesterday. I'll post it in a few days of what guest you want for our 50th episode because that is coming up very fast. I believe it is either two or three episodes away, and that's going to be a very long podcast with a bunch of different small or medium-sized segments. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. And, uh, yeah, just appreciate you all for listening to the podcast. Make sure to check us out on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, etc. cetera. Uh, also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at whoop underscore shoot podcast. And, uh, yeah, anything else to add, Payne? Um, yeah, just enjoy the Maverick Sixers game tonight. I'm pretty sure they're on TNT. Yeah, they're on TNT, and so is uh, Pelicans Bucks. Yeah, so enjoy those games, and uh, yeah, peace. Peace.